Hello, you're listening to Radio Maria, and this is Father Toby with your word for today. Um, both the readings today from Acts and from the Gospel are very, very beautiful. Um, and I'd suggest you take time to just sort of ponder over them slowly yourselves. But there's one line from today's Gospel which is rather perplexing and fascinating, and I just want to think about a little bit with you today. It um, says that, None of the disciples were bold enough to ask him, who are you? They knew full well that it was the Lord. Um, it's, it's strange. And there's a lot of strangeness about the, uh, the resurrection accounts. Things with Jesus are the, are the same but different. This is Jesus who says, come and have breakfast, which isn't that a, a wonderful line, our Lord and Savior inviting us to have breakfast with him. But also this is the Jesus who who isn't instantly recognizable at times to the disciples on the road to Emmaus. He's only recognizable in the breaking of the bread. Um, he passes through walls and just suddenly appears in places. Um, and the question that I think we ought to ask of ourselves in, in light of the resurrection is, what, what does it mean to be a resurrected body? And if I'm to share in the resurrection, I should ask the question, who am I? Ask of each of you, who are you? And traditionally in the in the church, we've 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 understood there to be like two senses of the word life. Um, the first one is sort of bios, the sort of biological natural life that all of us have by the very fact of simply being born, and we share that in common with the other animals and plants. They will have bios; they're they're naturally alive. But there's also another word for life, which uh, St. John uses a great deal, and that's the word zoe. And this is this sort of spirit-breathed life, this divine life, the, the life that the Holy Spirit um, breathes into, into Adam in the, in the creation of man and woman. And it's this life which, come, which Jesus comes to restore to us. It's this life which is lost in the, in the first sin where, you know, God... Um, tells Adam and Eve that you, you will die if you eat of the, the fruit of, of that tree. And yet they don't instantly die. But rather what dies in them is the divine life, this intimacy, this participation in the life of God. And only God can give that back to us. We can't gain it for ourselves. Jesus has to come and to join his divine nature to our human nature in order that we might once more participate in the divine life, in the Zoe, in the spirit-breathed life. And it's this life which should be the, the focus of our, of our energies. Um, it's this life which will sustain us. It's this life which takes us through into the resurrection. And one of the great travesties in our life is how often we prioritize the, the bios, how often we try and sort of cling on to, to youth or to do everything to prevent aging. And it's an, it's a, that's a battle that we will, that we will lose. And if rather we, we focused more of our energies on, on nurturing and sustaining the, the divine life, the, the Zoe, then our lives would be, would be much, much richer, much less exasperating, and we'd be participating more and more fully in the life of Christ. And that's the crucial thing about being Christian, that we're not called to, to imitate Christ. Um, there's a there's a there's a false version of the gospel which sees that the gospel just is about a moral code. Jesus is a moral teacher, and he is a moral teacher, but he's not just that. 
More importantly, he's a savior. And he saves us by inviting us to participate in his life. Um, the Zoe, which he comes to give us and which is manifested in his resurrection. And so let's ask the question of ourselves, who are you? Who are you? And remind ourselves day after day that I've been made in the image and likeness of God, but by baptism, I've been invited into the divine life. I've become like Christ. You have become a son or a daughter of God. And that is an astonishing thing. And it's that sonship, that daughtership, which you should seek to nourish day after day after day, because that is who you will be in eternity. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears have come. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child. Show